What's the move, ladies and gents? This is the Ice in the Veins podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm here with CD. You know what's up? It's CD in here. Yes, sir. We're we're gonna uh, we're gonna be doing this podcast. Um, it's gonna be strictly sports, only sports. And we we do have a third member. His name is Harrison. He's not here today. He had some schoolwork he had to take care of. But hey, that's what comes first, right? Right, kids? Stay in school, kids. <laughs> I say that knowing full well that all three of us are still in school. <laughs> anyway, so this is basically just going to be a, be a podcast about sports. We're going to cover college football, college basketball, NBA, NFL, a little bit of soccer. Um, all of us are not soccer experts. We'll probably do something about MLS Cup final when it comes around, but like if we need to get into Europe stuff, we got a we got a friend that we're gonna phone and we're gonna pass it on to him and we're gonna be like, yo, you got this, okay? And that, I mean that's the plan. That's how this that's how this podcast is gonna work. Um, but today it today is at the time of recording this, it's Thursday, October seventeenth, twenty nineteen, meaning that in just a little over twenty four hours, week eight, college football is back. With Ohio State at Northwestern, Friday at 8.30. Why they're playing on a Friday, we have no idea. Why it's Ohio State? Because they're number four in the nation. Do they deserve to be? I personally don't think that. CD, do you think they deserve to be four in the nation? I mean, number four, it's a little too high for them. I mean, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong here. Justin Fields and all that. But I just think number four might be a little too high. Maybe like a six rating's nice for them. Yeah, I feel like that too. But, um... See, this is where it's probably good that Harrison's not here today because uh, he wouldn't want us talking smack about his home about his homeboys. Big <laughs> big OSU fan, sir. But uh, that's okay. Anyway, so what we're gonna do? This is just gonna be uh, college football week eight preview. We're gonna do this weekly. Um, we're gonna try and do this with the NFL as well. Um, NBA that's gonna be a little bit harder because they play multiple games each week. But that's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll still do uh, we'll still do updates and all that with them. Um, we're we're just gonna hear to be. I just had a stroke. Sorry. <laughs> um, we're still gonna be. We're just gonna be bringing news to you. We're gonna bring be bringing our opinions, and uh, we're also gonna be uh, duking it out in the realm of arguing and yelling at each other because nothing gets views like that. But that's not what we're about. We're not about the views. Views are nice, but that's not what we're about. Thanks. We're about having fun. And just having a good time. I mean, that's it. With that being said, let's get into the first game that's going to be happening this week. Friday night, 8.30, Ohio State at Northwestern. Um, basically, what we're going to do here is we're just going to go through every team. Or no, not every team. But we're going to go through every game. And we're just going to go and uh, give our opinions, who we think is going to win. Um, some games, we'll do, we'll do a score prediction. Um, obviously, the tighter we'll, we'll do those with the tighter games because obviously Ohio State Northwestern. It's hard to predict how bad Northwestern's going to lose <laughs> because let's face it, Northwestern's going to lose. I say that, CD. I, I'm assuming that you agree oh, with that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, obviously, Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins. You got to watch out for um, That's both enough. of them, and then Benjamin Vector catching them passes from Justin Fields. Um, he's got three TDs on the year. Dobbins has got six. Fields has got 18 on the year. Um, I don't know if that's – I can't remember if that off the top of my head if that's just passing or if that's passing and rushing combined. No clue. Yeah. But, obviously, that's an easy clap of a dub for Ohio State. 
Um, the first game, Saturday, noon kickoff, Clemson at Louisville. Hoo-hoo. And uh, see, th- this is a uh, – I, I, I am – I am gifted with the – no, I'm not gifted. I am blessed with the uh, ability to see through the lies that CD tells me with this. Because, <laughs> um, CD, you're, you're a Louisville fan. Yes, sir. All right, so basically, going to this game, personally, being a Louisville fan, I strongly think Louisville can come out with the upset, you know, playing at Papa John Cardinal Stadium, you know, the home game, 12 o'clock noon. Not only that, Louisville has – they just got recently informed that their starting quarterback, Juwan Pass, is going to be out for the rest of the season because of a foot injury. Uh, Malik Cunningham's second string, he's been banged up a bit. So, I mean, there's only no other range but to give it to the third string true freshman, Evan Conley, who's looked really good lately, pulling out through that Louisville Wake Forest win last week. Yes, That's sir. Their team with plenty of momentum right now, so I think it's possible. But at the same time, you've got to put in the hand. Clemson's on a 21-game winning streak with Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne Jr. Just the team is yeah, and, and T Higgins. Yeah, they also have some nice wideouts. I, I mean, my dream scenario: Louisville wins by a couple touchdowns. But to be honest with you, I think Clemson's about a 28-point favorite, 24 points, somewhere around there. Oh, can't forget our boys. Andrew Booth and Jalen Phillips can't can't forget them. Shout yeah, out to them this yes. week. Best of luck to them. Pray for safety for them. Obviously, uh, they play for Clemson. For those of you who don't know, they went to CD and I's uh, school um, last year. They are freshmen now. Um, so that I mean, it's pretty crazy to think how we knew people. We knew the number three corner in the nation, Andrew Booth. I mean, he's an absolute beast. First of all. Facts. And obviously my take for this game, Clemson's going to clap Louisville. I'm sorry. <laughs> as much as we all want to see the upset happen, it's not going to happen because Clemson's a 24-point favorite. Yeah. Um, however, I will think it, it will be interesting to see how Clemson's defense will stack up against Louisville. Louisville does, while, while they are, as CD said, going, on their, going with their third-string uh, um, quarterback, they do have – they're running back, Javion Hawkins, yes. 622 yards on the year, three touchdowns. He's I mean, I, I think he's going to pop off this game. Hopefully Louisville makes it close, but realistically, Clemson's got this in the bag. Yeah. No need to worry. Yeah. Um, so moving right along with um, the game that happens at the exact same time, West Virginia at Oklahoma. Um, I feel like this is a no-brainer. Yeah, I think West Virginia has been a struggling team in football the past couple of seasons. Um, my opinion, I know Jalen Hurts is at 1,758 throwing yards on the season, 630 rushing yards. Ever since he transferred from Alabama, it's been kind of, he's been impressing me a bit, you know. I mean, he's a leading Heisman candidate. Yeah. He's well, no, he's, Joe Bur- No, I'm sorry. No, Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow's Joe in first place. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, sorry, Jalen, but – He's putting his name in the eyes and running, you know. I mean, yeah, he is. He's he's going out there and proving the doubters wrong. I mean, yeah, like uh, like CD said, um, it's a home game. It's at Oklahoma, um, and West Virginia has been a struggling team. Jalen has been popping off, obviously. Um, in case you haven't noticed. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, he does have this nice little receiver. Uh, is I think his name's CD Lamb, six hundred ten yards and ten t- TDs on the season. Um, Oklahoma, Vegas says they got this in the bag by 33 and a half. I completely agree. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb tore up Texas last game and 
like they have that nice cornerback Trey Brown. He's been pretty good this season too. So I yeah, think Oklahoma's got it. Oklahoma's got it in the bag. Another team that has it in the bag this week: Wisconsin, number six, at Illinois. Um, obviously, Jonathan Taylor is uh, the is the dark horse for Heisman candidate again this year. Um, his yards isn't pro- – I don't know if his yards is where he wants it to be, but uh, he's he has 14 touchdowns on the season, so that's nice. Um, then you obviously have the Wisconsin quarterback. You got Jack Cohn. Um, he, he's already over 1,000 yards, has only only eight touchdowns, which is a little low, but when you th- remember, Jonathan Taylor's the reason Wisconsin's number six in the nation. Yeah, I never really expected Jonathan again this season like this much, but he's proven – yeah, I think they're heavy favorites against Illinois. Oh, actually. of course they are. Wisconsin's got it in the bag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, the next, uh, it's it's also a 12 o'clock game. A game that's – I want <laughs> neither team to win as a Georgia fan. Um, it's Florida Georgia at South Carolina. Carolina. Ooh. Did, I mean, coming, coming from an SEC – Someone who's not a fan of an SEC team, the way I see it, South Carolina, they already lost their first string quarterback. Second string were down last week against. We don't know Georgia. if that, and we don't know if he's going to play this week or not. Yeah, he's questionable, but it's not looking too good right now. But also, I mean, South Carolina proved something with their nice corner. I forgot his name. Oh, I forgot. You but can't yeah. even pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, his name's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, three three interceptions against Georgia last week. I mean, I mean it was really two. I mean that fault. last one. Yeah, that last one was fault to the, like giving to him. the Tyler Simmons. Yep, Tyler Simmons freaking sold. Yeah, love you, buddy, but you sold. Could be put to him, but I mean South Carolina three and three. They can show up any day, but Florida. Ever since Felipe Franks went down, that that uh, that uh, Dan Mullen Kyle Trask connection. I mean, it seems yeah, like it's working. Amazing. I mean, it's been amazing. Florida's he's, he's already got ten touchdowns and over over a thousand yards on the season. I mean, it's and he didn't even start yeah, the first Florida, game. Like, he I don't yeah. know. He didn't play the first game at all. I don't think. Yeah, and Florida. I mean, they've been really impressive. I didn't, and they didn't lose that bad to LSU. I mean, definitely a close game. And it was at yeah. LSU. So I'm I mean, that sure. being said, though, Vegas says the Vegas says that Florida only has this by five, um, which. I don't know how accurate that is. Obviously, that takes into account that the upset at Georgia last week. So, and in South Carolina's at home. So, I mean, that makes sense. But I think Florida's got this by two touchdowns. Yeah, I don't think I don't think South Carolina's offense is going to be able to keep up with Florida. Absolutely not. No. At, at the end of the day, I think I think Florida's got this on the back. Yeah. Uh, another team that I mean I really don't like. Um, Auburn, they're at they're at Arkansas this week. Um, I really don't think this needs any explanation. Auburn's number eleven in the nation. Arkansas is Arkansas. Auburn has this in the bag with Bo Nix and um, with Seth Williams. I mean, that's been their that's been their connection this season. Uh, Seth Williams has caught five of the eight touchdowns that Bo Nix has thrown this season. It's not it's not a secret to like figure out that. That's where they're going to rely, and then obviously Auburn's got to rely heavily on that defense too. It's not the greatest, but I mean, it's what's gotten them to be five and one right now. Yeah, Whitlow's been pretty impressive for Auburn too. I mean, team is pretty stellar. I wouldn't expect them to lose to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. 
Moving on to the last of the 12 o'clock games for the top 25 teams this week. We got number 23, Iowa, hosting Purdue. Um, not going to be honest. Don't pay attention to the Big Ten, the Big 12 all that much. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, excuse me, just the Big Ten. I don't pay attention to the Big Ten that much. Um, I mean, they got Ohio State. They got Michigan State. They got Penn State. That's about it. I mean, the thing with Iowa, I – I don't know. <laughs> They've just been kind yeah, of Yeah, I mean they did have that cl- they did have that big uh overtime or double overtime uh win in week 2 against at Iowa State. Um I mean that was obviously a big yeah. game for them. They're 4 and 2, I mean, Purdue's smart. 2 and 4. I mean realistically, I mean, Iowa I, wins the game like they should. It's I yeah. I wouldn't say it's going to be the prettiest of games. Um but I mean I I mean it takes something to be the top to be in the top twenty five teams in the nation, and I was essentially proven that to the AP to the AP poll. So I say they got this in the bag. Yeah, but also, I mean, taking into account, I was also on a two game losing streak, but it was to Michigan and Penn State, of course. But the thing is, I mean, they have an okay. I mean, they they have an okay offense. I'm not gonna put them up and stuff, but like, yeah, I think I think they'll crawl away with this. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be like a blowover win. Like, I think maybe like a two-touchdown win, maybe, because I was not on the best streak right Yeah. So the confidence is kind of low. Yeah. Now now we get into the, uh, the, the 3.30 p.m. games. The first one on the list, L- number two, LSU at Mississippi State. LSU jumped all the way to number two with their – um, with their win um, against Florida last week, and now they're going to Mississippi to play Mississippi State. My boy Taylor, shout out to my boy Taylor. He will be there. Um, and um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I think LSU is going to – I'm sorry, yeah. No. Yeah, LSU is in contention, in my opinion, for probably the best in the uh, nation. I, that big win again. That big win against Florida really showed something. Joe Burrow, it's really been popping. Joe Burrow's my Joe Burrow's Heisman winner at this point in the season right now. Yeah, hands down, he looks like a Heisman candidate right now. I really don't think Mississippi State stands. They a shot they don't. LSU. They 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 stand no shot. Um, I mean Joe Burrow has twenty five yeah. freaking touchdowns on the year. Yeah, he's pushing for Heisman. It's, I'm sorry, Mississippi State, but. It's not a it's not a contest. I will say I cannot <laughs> wait till LSU plays Alabama. That's going to be an amazing game. Yeah, that's something. Winner right yep. here. Yep. Next up, number two, our first. Uh, no, wait, that's not our first, is it? No, it's our first. Washington. Our first matchup where there are two top twenty-five teams playing each other. Oregon, number twelve, Oregon at number twenty-five, Washington. Um, my boy Jacob Eason. Um, he's, he's tossing dimes out there, out in Washington. Uh, Jake Fromm, he stole, he's, Jake Fromm stole his spot, but I mean, he went back to his home state <laughs> and started popping off. Um, they're number 25, they're five and two. Um, honestly, I think Washington pulls off the upset this week. They're at home. Um, yeah, yeah. I like that. They haven't, they haven't been terrible as of late. They're five and two, but I mean, Hey, they're, they're still pretty good. They're obvi- they're ar- arguably one of the best teams in the, in the Pac-12, um, and this is going to show this week. It's two yeah. Pac-12 heavyweights going to battle it out. Um, 
obviously you got to watch out for Salvan Ahmed too. I mean, he's always he's yeah, always he's a beast carrying that ball. But yeah, I got Washington I mean, with the upset this week. Honestly, yeah, I think Washington is definitely gonna hit Oregon hard because if you look at Oregon's schedule, the last decent team they played was Auburn first game of the season. They lost that. And the strength of the schedule hasn't been up to par since then. I mean, they've played some okay teams, but not, nothing too special. So, honestly, and like that, they almost lost to California and all this stuff. So, I truly believe Washington and Jacob Beeson, they're going to pull it together. Yeah, they got to pull it together at some point. Um, yeah. yeah. Moving on, S number 19, SMU is going to take on Temple at home. Um, I'm not going to lie. They're there in the American Conference, and uh, it's SMU and Temple. I don't pay attention uh, to this crap. Yeah, I think I'm just going to give this one uh, SMU. Yeah. Um, yeah, moving right along, SMU's got that in the bag. Um, now, yeah. Minnesota, number 20, Minnesota hus- is hosting Rutgers. Um, it's not that I don't care and that I don't pay attention to the Big Ten. It's just the fact that they're playing Rutgers. Um, Rutgers yeah. is terrible. Yeah, Rutgers is not a football superpower whatsoever. I can't remember the last time that they were. I don't know if we were alive the last time they were or if they were ever. Yeah, I think Morgan's just going to tear those that defense of Rutgers apart. It's going to be like a – Oh, for sure. Bro. It's going to be like playing Ohio State but not as embarrassing. Yeah. Um. Next up, we got number 21, Cincinnati, um, going against Tulsa. Um. Mm, see, honestly, in my opinion, Cincinnati's a decent team. I just don't feel like they're – I don't think they're up, up, like, really as good as some people make them sound. But I honestly feel like Cincinnati's going to win this game because it's Tulsa. I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong. No, I 100% agree, except for the fact that um, I'm – actually, no, I'm changing that now. Cincinnati's going to win. I'm sorry. Look, did Cincinnati yeah. lose 42-zip to Ohio State? Yeah, they did. But, I mean, it's Tulsa. I mean, it's not – they have some solid players. Their quarterback, Zach Smith, has honestly been not terrible this year. He's already thrown for 1,600 yards and has 10 touchdowns. But, I mean, I don't think their defense is, like, good at all. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're 2-4. and four. Listen, listen. Yeah, I don't think they can hand up. Absolutely not. No. Now it's the uh, it's going to be Louisiana Monroe against Appalachian State to round off the three thirty clock game games this week. Um, I mean, personally, as a Louisville fan, um, Scott Scattersfield, who coaches this year, used to be Appalachian State's head coach. Um, I know he set a good program there, and they've actually been ha- their strength of schedule is. I mean, it's not. It's, it's Appalachian State. You can't get that good. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's not – I mean, they're a decent team. I mean, I saw them play against North Carolina. Yeah, it's like having UCF strength of schedule. Hashtag not yeah, the real national champions. Yeah, it's it's nothing too strong. Yeah, Appalachian State's just – it's not going to be – they're not going to blow them out. But, I mean, they're going to win. It's not a competition. Yeah, whatsoever. Yep. So, getting into the 4 o'clock game – there's two 4 o'clock games this week. First one is going to be number 18, Baylor, at Oklahoma State. Um, so Vegas is going with Oklahoma State this week. They have, a, they have them on the under by four. 
Um, and I'm going to agree with that. I got Oklahoma State in this one um, because Baylor has sold every year that they have had a football team in the history of existence. They're 6-0 and right now. That's fantastic. They're also in the same um, conference as Oklahoma. The second they play Oklahoma this season, they're going to drop out of the top 25. That's just how it is because they're in the Big 12 and they have Oklahoma in there. Oklahoma State held their own against Texas for most of the game. They're 4-2. and two. They're not a terrible team. We always – I feel like there's always like this prejudice against Oklahoma State like they're just predestined to lose. And re, in reality, they're not. They're one of the – if they were an award for best team that's usually not in the top 25, Oklahoma State would get it. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yes, but yeah, I, I agree. Oklahoma State's definitely got to – Pound. I mean, they're not gonna pound them, but they're gonna win. Like that, that thirty-six-three loss against Texas proved that they know they know how to play football. I mean, they they they're probably gonna they probably did better against Texas than Baylor will. That's <laughs> fair. Just that undefeated Baylor really hasn't played anyone. To be honest, they have nothing to really prove to me why they should be undefeated. I mean, I mean why they should be ranked even better. So I honestly believe Oklahoma State's gonna take a pounding. I mean, they're gonna like kind of beat. Oklahoma State's gonna take the pound. <laughs> no, they're gonna they're gonna like they're gonna yeah. be Baylor. Yeah, they're gonna nice be one there. Yeah, they're gonna be Baylor. Yeah. The question though. Just kidding, this isn't a question. This game's not even competition. It's Missouri at Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. Um I love the SEC. I love some SEC football. But it's Vanderbilt. What? They are not good. Missouri oh. has Kelly Bryant, the Clemson transfer. Yeah, he's been popping. He's been popping off. He was in the Heisman conversation, and then they lost a game, so that automatically means you're not allowed to win the Heisman if you lose one game. Um, hashtag change my yeah, mind. Roundtree's pretty impressive. Too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, regardless of the fact that the that Vandy has Keishon Vaughn and and Collegiate Lipscomb, they're Vanderbilt. They're one in five overall. They're zero and three in conference play. I mean, they're they're yeah, just gonna get smacked by Missouri. It's just how it is. They're definitely a team that needs some work. But They've needed work yeah, Missouri, for years. Yeah, I think Missouri's got this in the back. Yeah. So now we're get now we're gonna get in to, kind of in towards the uh, the prime time games. Um, the first is a game that I will personally be at. I will be there in the stadium. Um, six o'clock on ESPN. Kentucky at number 10, Georgia. It was very, very sad to watch us blow that um, double overtime, to, to watch us blow it in double overtime to unranked South Carolina, who was two and three. That hurt like a butt cheek on a stick. <laughs> but at the same time, Kentucky came in this year thinking they were, they, could, um, they were the dark horse for the SEC East. They said their mentality going into the season was, look, um, they they said, look, uh, if Georgia screws up and we can beat Georgia, then we can get the SEC championship game. They were the dark, they were the predicted dark horse for the SEC East. And then Florida came out of nowhere with Kyle Trask because no one expected yeah. Kyle Trask to maintain and even improve Florida's team. And then Kentucky just sold. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kentucky losing two quarter, you know, losing their starter quarterback Terry for the season then. Losing their second quarterback, Sawyer Smith, too, in my opinion, wasn't even that impressive. 
but he got hurt too. So now Kentucky has no options but to start Lynn Bowden Jr. at the quarterback. Their leading receiver. wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it just doesn't yeah, look too I good mean, Kentucky. This will be – I mean, this is the – this is the South Carolina loss game because both these teams lost to South Carolina. I mean, but also at the same time, Georgia also has – they have a big void to cover. I wonder what Kirby did to those guys over the week because that loss is either made or – Oh, that, that – oh, 100%. Either, we're, either Georgia's going to come out this week and they're going to look like they're looking for blood in the water and they, they are great whites or they're going to act like their season's over and there's nothing they can do about it, which is completely opposite of the truth. Georgia runs the table. Yeah. They get to the SEC cha- – they beat Florida, then they're going to get to the SEC championship game. And then if they beat Bama or LSU in the SEC championship they're game, in. they're in the they're top in. four. I yeah, mean, it's a simple equation. You run the table, you're in. That's the equation for any team. In the, that's the equation for Georgia, for Florida, for LSU, and Bama right now. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if we saw SEC <laughs> – SEC Fields cultural ball playoffs. Yeah, it's going to have a lot of people mad. It's going to have some Oklahoma fans <laughs> mad because, honestly, uh, they're going to be the ones to get left out. But it's because um, their schedule sucks. But you didn't hear that yeah. from me. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, 17 Arizona State at Utah. this At number 13 Utah this week. Um, that's probably going to be a game that I feel like is going to be underrated this week. Um. Utah, Utah yeah, has, is projected to win in Vegas. They're, they have the 13.5 point um, under. And so, I don't I – don't, I personally don't know. I'm going to go with Arizona State because, I don't know, Utah's lost to USC. It made them look kind of questionable. Through That's my true. Eyes. I mean, they just – I mean, they have some good solid players around the team, but it's just more like a – I mean – like Huntley and Moss, I mean, their team is good. They're a decent team, but I don't think they're much to take down Arizona State, who's a dark horse in any moment. Yeah. Coming out of the I mean, at the same time, though, I feel like you could say the same stuff about Arizona State. I mean, they lost to Colorado. They lost to that amazing Mel Tucker defense. Love you, Mel Tucker. Yeah. You're my homeboy. Um, former Georgia defensive coordinator. Anyway, um, they. I mean, they lost to Colorado, so, I mean – you can you can make that same argument with them. Honestly, yeah. you know what I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna flip a coin. Yeah, but I thought that Michigan State one was kind of impressive for Arizona State. That's true. I mean, yeah. Anytime you beat a team like that, I mean, it it's just it puts you on the map. It's probably why they're ranked right now. Yeah, definitely. But because I genuinely don't know about this um, game, I'm gonna flip a coin. Tails is gonna be Utah, and heads is gonna be Arizona State. It is tails. So, I got Utah going in that game. Yes, sir. The Utah. How do you even say their nickname? UTs? You? I don't know. I don't know how you say that. It's impossible. Anyway, so, number 15, Texas. They are going to try and rebound this week against Kansas after that loss to Oklahoma last week. Um. Oh, I think this is this is win. this yeah. This is obviously an easy win, for, easy win for Texas. Sam Ellinger, the most overrated quarterback yeah. in college football. Um, <laughs> he's probably going to have a good game. In case you don't know, I yes, I do believe Sam Ellinger is the most overrated quarterback in college football. Um, he's the new he Baker Mayfield of college football. That's how bad <laughs> it is in my eyes. 
I mean, the two losses to LA, the two teams they have played good, like two decent teams they played against Oklahoma and LSU. They both they took the L in both those. Look. I mean, don't get me wrong here. Texas isn't bad. I mean, they're not they're not bad, but at the same time, like it's not like they're playing anyone special this week. It's Kansas. Kansas yeah, has never yeah. been good. They they strict. Yeah. They're like Louisville and Kentucky. They focus on yeah, exactly. basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Texas got that in the bag programs. this week. Um, now this is going to be the primetime game that everybody's going to be focused on this week. Seven thirty on ABC. Penn State is hosting Michigan. Number seven versus number five. Um, honestly, Penn State's got it. I mean. Oh yeah. Michigan has been overrated and overhyped <laughs> ever since Harbaugh became their coach. I mean, he's the most overrated you could ask anyone, he's the most overrated coach in college football. I mean, hands down. Yeah, I, it's not a competition. Um Penn State's gonna prove to Michigan why Harbaugh should be fired and they should part ways. And then Michigan's gonna say, Okay, and then not do anything about it because they haven't. For years. I mean, Michigan's okay, but I, I can't remember who they lost to, but they kind of blew the loss at the beginning of the season. That kind of eye-opened it to me that they really weren't. They lost to – they lost to Wisconsin. So, I mean, that's a legit – that's a yeah. legit loss. I mean, it's a – yeah, it's a loss. But, I mean, at the time, Michigan was projected to be higher. So Yeah, at the time, Michigan was projected to, to um, be up there and compete with Penn State and Ohio State for the Big 12 title. And, I mean, at this rate, yeah. they're not, obviously. Yeah, I think Penn State, they have a stronger defense. Yeah, I, I, they do. I definitely think they have this one. Maybe like a 21-7, somewhere around there. Uh, I'm going to go 28-10. I'm going to go 28-10 yeah. on that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, the yeah. first uh, – well, then we come upon the second-to-last game. It's going to be the most competitive game of the night. Um, <laughs> Alabama against Tennessee. Who, oh, uh, Sarah Lewis, Andrew Dyer. I am very sorry that uh, you have to go through this this week. Um, I'm sorry because it's Alabama. So yeah, Alabama's got this in the bag. Sorry, Sarah. Sorry, Andrew. Two is pretty <laughs> dominant, but honestly. If I, how would you feel if I told you Tennessee was going to beat Alabama? If te- I'd tell you you're on drugs. <laughs> nah, I'm yeah, there's I mean, no way. Alabama is definitely strong. Of course, it's, this isn't even a question. I mean, but I got to give props to Tennessee. They, 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 the switch of the quarterback from Guarantano from his struggling start. They switched to Moyer against Georgia. He looked okay. They got a good win in last week. So honestly, that's a fair point. I mean, Tennessee. Look, maybe they can get a bowl. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just maybe. Not at all, bro. Like, look. I mean, those are excellent points. Tennessee is rebounding the way they should after losing to Georgia State to open their season at home. They're rebounding the way they should, but at the same time, it's Alabama. They're the number one team in the nation. They've been the number one team in the nation. For years, it's not going to be close. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, but I will say that Alabama defense does not look good this year. Those linebackers are very sketched this year. They are not as good as they were last year on defense, for sure. And I think uh, if there's one spot where LSU can expose them later this season, 
it, it would be there. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. And then our last game of the week, number 14, Boise State at BYU. Um, um, Boise State, let look, me say. I mean, they're not bad, but – I mean, they had a win against Florida State earlier, yeah, but it's Florida uh, State. Yeah, no. I mean, saying that, what, like three, four, three, four, five years ago, that that's a good win. But it's not yeah. three, four, five years ago. And Florida State is now bad. So, um, yeah. No, and, um, I mean, Boise State, they're number 14 in the nation. They're 6-0. and oh. They're playing I mean, BYU, who's 2-4. and four. They're obviously going to win. Yeah, I mean, Botchmeyer and Mahone have been on this yep. season, but honestly – it's, I mean, their schedule is nothing, really. Their schedule has I mean, been nothing. Think. That's why they can't break the yeah. top ten and haven't for years. Yeah, it's just, it just sucks to see a team like that and not know how good they actually are. Hey, to the men on that, brother. And that, um, that's going to do it for this week in the college football preview. This is this week yes, eight sir. that we're about to head into in a little over 24 hours at the time of recording this, obviously. It's probably going to get uploaded yes, but I, probably tomorrow, either sometime sure. tomorrow, I'll, we'll try and get this out there. Um, next yeah. next episode is going to be a um, what is it? Week seven in the NFL this upcoming week. Sure. Actually, wait, no. Should we? I don't know. We'll we'll figure out if we want to do it with Thursday yeah. football. Having Thursday night. Oh no, wait. Thursday night football is tonight. No, this is Thursday, not Friday. <laughs> I am I'm not smart. Sorry. We'll get a. Uh, we'll also get a. Um, We'll also get a week seven NFL um, preview out if it is week seven. I can't remember what week it is off the top of my head. Um, we'll get that out there. So. That'll be the next one. And then before the NBA season starts up next week, we'll get a preview. We'll go through who we think's making the playoffs, who we think's gonna try and tank for that number one pick. Because um, it's not gonna be. Just, I mean, it's not gonna be <laughs> Hornets. Yeah, no, the Hornets. Hands down. But that's another topic for another time. In the meantime, yeah. um, we will see you next time. We need a good outro. I'll cut this part out, but we need a good outro. All right. <laughs> Yo. Wait, wait, we're not done. We're not done. <laughs> uh, All right. No, I have to think about something. In the, hold up. In the meantime, uh, everybody at home, in the car, at school, wherever you are, have fun. Have fun with your life. That's all that matters. I'm just kidding. That's not all that matters. Jesus matters. So, of course, Jesus will end it on that. See you guys next time.